0: Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And this is Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. On tonight's show, we'll be covering what we've been playing, the news, and for our main discussion, we are going to look at the West Kingdom series from Shem Phillips.
1: Yes, this is a a series we've talked about a lot individually. Yes. Uh, And it's one of your favorite series, if not your favorite series.
0: Yeah, like... (sighs) A lot of games don't do series. They'll have, they'll have different, like they don't go back to the same, you know, North Sea West Kingdom like he does. Yeah. Right. So th- this is a little bit unique. We'll probably uh, compare and contrast and explain why paladins. I meant uh, why <laughs> one of them is the best game. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Uh huh.
0: Okay. for what you've been playing, it was Lake Week. So, lots of stuff got played, uh, and, and I will start with The Crew, uh, the quest for Planet Nine. Uh, this game is a cooperative trick-taking game that you refuse to play.
1: Yes, because I don't like trick-taking games.
0: Yes, it, it's different than any trick-taking game you'll ever play. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You're working together, you're... You have contracts, and contracts are specific cards that you have to take, or specific ways that you have to take them. Uh, There are 50 missions, and while we were at the lake for the week, we were able to finish all 50 of them. Yes. Uh, We missed about 16 times, roughly, so 66 games, and a game usually takes, you know, two or three minutes. Just two or three? Yeah. for the most part, yeah. Like some are a little bit longer, uh, but you know, if you have three contracts and you take them in the first three tricks, it's over in like fifteen seconds. That's fair. Uh, this is one of the better games from last year that I played. I didn't make my list just because it is a little bit, a little bit like a little bit of a filler game, and and I find that I don't gravitate to filler games as. My favorite from a year.
1: Fair enough. Yeah,
0: that is the crew quest for Planet Nine.
1: Yeah, I will say you guys. You know, you guys always tried to get me into playing this game, but every time I looked over, you guys were just like, "Why didn't you do this?" And I'm like, "I have no interest in this game at all."
0: (laughs) There was was too stressful. No yelling. There was a lot of laughter when people would make silly mistakes. Uh huh. Uh, A lot of blaming of me. Uh huh. Which was. Completely unjustified. Totally
1: fair, it sounded like.
0: Uh, and other than that, lots lots of fun. Yeah. It, we, we had a really good time playing this game, and every time I've played this game, I've had a good time.
1: Yeah, I'm just not into trick-taking. Like, the yeah, the idea of you kind of have to guess at whether you're going to be able to either take the tricks for somebody or, like, slough them off. I, I don't like hearts. I don't like wizard. I have just no interest in that uh you know, you don't know what's coming, or you yeah. have to guess. I don't like it stressful. So, glad you guys enjoyed it, though, and I'm sure anybody who likes trick-taking game will enjoy this game. For sure. Uh, so, for my game, I'm going to talk about El Dorado, or I guess the road to El Dorado.
0: Or the, the quest for El Dorado. The quest for El Dorado. W- w- one of them.
1: The, the game, not the movie. Yes. The movie's fantastic, though. Like, okay. real jam.
0: One um, One show, we'll talk about movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. Board game movies. <laughs> board
0: game movies, like Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, X-Wing came first, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: something like that.
1: Uh, so, Quest for El Dorado. My first time playing the game. I'm sure this game has been out for a while.
0: 2017.
1: Yeah, so a while. Four, four years is a while in board game life.
0: It's it's like 30 years. In, yeah, exactly. In, in, in ba- yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, my first time playing it. We don't actually own this game. It was a friend of ours who it belongs to, and we got to try it out. It's a Mm -hmm. racing deck-building game, I'd say. So you're building your deck to be able to move yourself along the track, and the goal is to get to the end first. Yes. There is a tiebreaker if, because like most games, you can finish the round depending on where you end, so you might be able to get there at the same time. But for the most part, you're trying to get there first, and that is the person who will win the game. Yep. Which was me. I won. (laughs) In
0: in this case, you were able to cheat your way to a victory. I did not
1: cheat my way. I just played very well. Um, I don't know whether I loved this game. I'll start off by saying that. Okay. I don't dislike it. Okay. But I did maybe find it a little boring. Okay. Is is the only thing I could say. Like, throughout the game, I was just kind of like, meh. You know, kind of... Checking out my phone, stuff like that. Um, You you do
0: that on every game.
1: I know, but like this one, I really wasn't interested necessarily in what was going on. um, And it wasn't holding my attention at all. Okay. And it was, like, you have to think, I didn't have internet. So I kept going on my phone to play Solitaire. That's like how maybe not interested in this game I kind of was. I do think that mainly has to do with there's very little you can do in the downtime of the game. And because it's a race-style game where you can block people on terrain because you might not have the cards to be able to get through the rest of the terrain, you can end up kind of having turns that don't do anything. Yeah. Because you're drawing four cards. There's no way to modify how many cards you draw other than a few cards that can modify it for that specific turn. But even even at that point, you might only get plus one card, basically. So you kind of end up... Pretty similar to where you were and the cards that aren't specific money cards aren't worth a lot to be able to buy stuff with so you might not even be able to buy anything you just have to wait till somebody moves
0: yeah it, it, it's it's a tight moving game like you, you don't get a lot of extra cards because as you say the the cards usually cost anywhere from two to five coins, yeah, and to get that much money is, is a good turn, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you, you have, have to, to get the right, the right cards right to be able to do that. So uh,
1: I do feel like at certain points in this game, it's pretty easy to kind of fall into a rut where you're very dependent on the other person moving. Now, arguably, that's a point of a race game that is a feature. I personally don't like a game where I can get stuck too long, right? I don't like games where my turn can be nothing. Like... I'm okay with turns where it doesn't seem like I'm doing very much because I am kind of building to the next turn. This game, you're not building to the next turn unless you happen to get a good amount of money to be able to buy cards. You're kind of just stuck there.
0: I I could see that. This is a game I really enjoy. Uh, I I find it a nice, lightweight deck-building game with a board. Mm -hmm. Right. It has that race aspect of it. I like the deck-building aspect of it. And I like how you can, you know mess with each other in how you're moving around the board. Uh, you know, I wouldn't call the player in action negative, but it is a way to slow people down. And those are the turns that I found that if I couldn't move, I was able to buy a card usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works for me. Uh, I played this. I'm gonna say four or five times now. And and I've really enjoyed my games every time. I have yet to get anywhere near winning in this game, <laughs> uh, but I can say that about a lot of games that I
1: enjoy. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing. I don't again. I don't necessarily dislike it. I maybe just found it a bit boring. Like yeah. it, it was a good game, solid mechanic, looks very nice. Yeah, all the cards are easy to read, easy to understand. The game itself is very easy to learn. Um, Deck building's always a solid mechanic for me. I do enjoy it. I just... There wasn't enough else going on other than just play cards, move forward. Yeah. And I know that's the point of the game, but I, there, there's other things... I'm I'm hit and miss on race games, right? Like, there's... I usually like to do other stuff besides just go forward.
0: Yeah. Um, I, like, for me, it's got a... It, it has a solid pedigree. It's got Reiner... Reiner Kinesia's designed it, uh, and Vincent Trade's. Dutrait's done the art Mm -hmm. uh both are big check marks for me i I like both of their games i like or both of his designs and DuTrait's art yeah uh so solid option uh there are expansions out there i don't know what it adds but i am curious
1: probably just different terrain
0: Uh, i would think so but maybe it adds and it's gonna add more cards right and i like the whole you can only buy these six cards and tell those or one of those piles is empty and yeah, you can, and then you and add you can pull in. one over and whoever does that.
1: Yeah, there's know. neat mechanics to it. I just find the gameplay can be a little dry. Okay. But but I think otherwise, like, solid entry-level game. If you like the style of game, it's great. I don't know where it's at for me.
0: For sure. Okay, uh, the last one I'm going to talk about is Pandemic the Cure. This is Pandemic the Dice Game.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Uh We picked this one up off Kijiji, hadn't played it, uh, took it out there, learned it, uh, learned it as a two-player game, and then you guys got out there, we were able to teach it and play the four-player game pretty quickly. Uh, I am not a huge Pandemic fan, Uh but I really enjoyed this one. I found that with the dice play uh, and the tightness of the turns and, and the variability of the game itself, there, it limited a lot of the Alpha gamer that co-ops and specifically pandemic are prone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that all the dice are you know created for their own character. So you have se- seven sets of totally unique dice, and then you have 48 of the virus dice. Yeah. Uh, and all of those are, se- are different as well. Uh, so the production on this is very solid. Uh, you have little needles that go in the main board to track your
1: uh, your uh, outbreaks outbreaks and, yeah, and like your crib.
0: contamination. Yeah, it, it's got a crib <laughs> feel to it, and, and I found that it was just a nice solid game where you know you on your turn you roll your dice, you take the actions. Uh, there's one bad side, five good sides to your dice, and the bad side moves your contamination level up or it's called a biohazard uh your infection rate goes up uh after that you can give your neighbors samples because you have to collect samples and then you're rolling those dice to try and create cures because you have to roll a minimum of 13 and lastly you you infect and that will be anywhere from three to five dice that you're adding to the board and depending on what number is rolled that's where they go yeah uh all the dice, as I say, had different sides for the infection rates, so you're not going to roll the same number if you have three different colored dice, because mm-hmm. they all have different sides on them. Well, some there's crossover, but not a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I did think this was a really neat game. Like, I, I liked how kind of small it was. You didn't need a big map or anything like that. It, it was pandemic, but just different enough that it was still enjoyable to play. Uh, And I do think it got rid of a lot of that alpha gamer because, like, you can only do what's on your dice, right? You can't, you're not all doing the same thing. You can't really control what other people do. So I I think it definitely mitigates that. Like, I still love Pandemic Legacy. I do like original Pandemic. Um, Admittedly, I won't play it with mom because she's just played it so much. Yeah, on, and she won't play app. with other people. She too. won't play with us either. But I do still think it's a great game and it's in the BGG top 100 for a reason, right? Really. Yep, yeah,
0: for sure. Uh yeah, so Pandemic the Cure, which is Pandemic the Dice game, really solid. Uh, I would recommend it if if you're looking for another version of Pandemic. I I thought it was solid. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the news, unless you have a fourth game you want to talk about. No,
1: you know, I should save games, because who knows what, I'll play another one.
0: Well, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not apt to play games every week.
1: Listen, I'm busy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I work. I, I work full
1: time, I'm still painting the Anachrony figures, they're almost done. Um,
0: well, you don't want to say that out loud, Ryan might listen to this. Podcast. Ryan, they're
1: definitely nowhere near done. Yes, we it's, it's, we still need to play the game at least twice more before I can say they're it's done. It's
0: gonna be years before that game can. <laughs> no, back they in have his to be house. done before
1: school starts. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, so now you are listening to CFCR. I am David. This is Shay and we are bored on the air. Absolutely. The news. Uh, more Alexander Pfister news. I think last week you got the Mombasa news, and uh... you may have talked about Maracaibo. <laughs> So Maracaibo is getting an expansion called The Uprising, and this is colonization, or anti-colonization. I did mention this one last week. Yes. I
1: didn't mention, I didn't know any information about it, though. But
0: uh,
1: other I, than, like, okay, I'll tell you what I told you, because okay. Dave never listened to our show last week, so you guys should all tell him that we did a great job. Um, but what I did say was that, or what my understanding is, it is the natives fighting against the colonizers. Yes. Instead of you colonizing.
0: Yeah, he, so he's basically come out in, and admitted that his games had a lot of colonization or European history to him. Yep. And has said, you know, I'm moving away from that. Uh, so he's redoing, Mer- redoing Mombasa, which is a phenomenal game. Yeah. And he's got this expansion coming from Aracaibo to fix it.
1: He didn't do Puerto Rico, right? That's a different he has designer. not done Puerto okay. Rico.
0: yeah. Uh, he also has another new game coming called Boone Lake. Where you're uh, making a settlement. Uh, <laughs> did he just say he wasn't doing colonization? It's colonizing. not colonization. <laughs> it's it's the settlement as in uh, you know, an area around a lake. Like a cabin owner's selection. Okay. okay. Uh, so those... He, he is busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he is very... He's been popular. His games are solid. I haven't played one yet that I haven't liked. Uh, and I have two more on my shelf to play of his. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Horrified is getting a second edition called American Monsters. And this is going to have like the Chupacabra in it.
1: Ooh, like uh, Jersey Devil, Mothman.
0: Yeah, stuff like that. Nice. Uh, it's a Banshee of somewhere or other.
1: Woman in White would be fun. Yeah, That's not something they could put into a game, but not. it's it's a very fun myth.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> a lot of that American history monster type thing.
1: Okay, I'm interested.
0: Uh,. Renegade Game or Renegade Games, uh, Restoration Games is going to remake the Omega Virus. I have <laughs> no idea what this game is.
1: <laughs> they're, they're making a game with the title Virus? Yes. Now? Yes. And did they think that through?
0: Well, th- they redo <laughs> games. And apparently this was a popular game at some point. I don't remember it at all, but... Uh, to be fair,
1: people still play Pandemic now, so... Yeah. But, you know... But still, that's pretty funny.
0: Exactly. David Tertzy, uh has a game called Evacuation Earth, and he's got an expansion out for it on Kickstarter.
1: Kickstarter. Excellent. Yeah. I Haven't yeah. heard much about Kickstarter lately.
0: There hasn't been a lot.
1: Isn't there a big thing on Kickstarter right now? I can't. Oh, I can't remember the name of the game. I feel like it's something you'd be interested in, though.
0: Nah, I, I've no? given up Kickstarter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Espe- not even this one.
0: Especially this mm. one. Not that I know what it is because I don't look at Kickstarter. Of
1: course.
0: Uh, So David Tertzey is the guy who's done Anachrony, Uh, Evacuation Earth. I don't know much about this, but what I did read today about it, it looks kind of cool. So maybe you know for Father's Day or something like that, or
1: (laughs) you know my birthday
0: or something. Somebody might uh, kickstart it for me. I
1: mean, you are going to be old next year, so... A-
0: at some point, I will be old.
1: Could be a good 50th birthday gift.
0: Ah, last piece of information for the news. Oh, yeah? This is one you will be interested in.
1: Oh, okay. I'm I'm all years.
0: The game called Cryptid... Yeah. ...is getting a second game... Or, like, a, a second version of it. Nice. This is called Cryptid Urban Legends... It is a two-player edition or version.
1: Oh, me and Jordan uh, can play with
0: asymmetric powers. Uh, one's the hunted, one's the hunty. Okay. And that's all I know about it. Uh, I, so one is going to be the monster.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. So that immediately <laughs> made me think of Dracula, right? That's the game we played. Yeah.
0: Fury of Dracula. Fury
1: of Dracula. Wasn't a huge fan of that one.
0: Well, there was one card in there. There was that one card wrecked that's, that's game-breaking. Game. Yeah. So.
1: Then again, could be good. I love Cryptid. Me and Jordan love it, and we're very even in the game. You don't mind it, but you're bad at it. Yes. And Mom does not like it, because she doesn't get it. Um, so I'm interested, because you know, me and Jordan being able to play this could be fun, because I, I would like to get Cryptid out more, but it's really no good with less than... like You can't play it with less than three people. Yeah,
0: really. you need a minimum of three. Uh, it's better with four or five. Yeah. Uh really solid game uh it was bound to happen right yeah. it, it was it was enough of a of a success that uh yeah it, it was going to get a second yeah. edition i'm i'm a little bit surprised they went to a two-player version
1: but i don't know if i am because that game doesn't really play two-player right like this is true i i think this is a game that it makes sense to put out a two-player version because it doesn't work at that player count, right if it's a game that already does two players and then they're like, ah, two player, you know, by itself, doesn't make as much sense as putting out, say, an expansion. Okay. So I, I, I think I understand that. Okay.
0: I'll, I'll let you off on that one.
1: Oh, good. Okay. You're really not mentioning the Kickstarter in the news? Are you waiting until we get to the next sec- section? Or? I talked about it two weeks ago. Did you? Yeah. But it's and out now. a week now. before
0: that. It's been out.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mention it last week, so I thought you'd want to mention it. I see. I don't uh, remember know what it's called.
0: Architects, right? Okay, I'm David. This is Shaylin. I'm Shay. And we are on CFCR. Yes. Bored in the Air. We're going into our main topic. And it is Shem Phillips, the West Kingdom series. Yes. Uh, He has done two series so far. Uh, The next one is going to be the South series. And that's going to come next year. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But we are going to focus on the West Kingdom.
1: Yeah, that's probably, I would say it's the most famous of them. Like, the North series is, is, there's one game I could think of that's very popular. That's the uh, Raiders of the North Sea.
0: Raiders of the North Sea is the one that has the most love. Uh, The other two have been panned a lot.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if I've ever played them or seen them.
0: I've seen them. Nobody, I've never played them. I only know one one person who says they're tolerable. Uh-huh. Uh and that's it. Yeah. Uh, where the West Kingdom I, there are a lot of opinion opinions on which is the best ver- best of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's uh, like arguing which of the Star Wars trilogy is the best. It, exactly.
0: It 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 really has that kind of thought pattern cuz everybody does have a different favorite. Yep. Uh, the three games are Architects of the West Kingdom, Paladins of the West Kingdom, Viscounts. and Viscounts of the West Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Architects is one, Paladins two, well, Viscounts three. Yeah. Uh, in Architects, it introduced putting workers down, and the more workers you had in a location, the better items you got. Uh, I don't remember a game that did this up before then.
1: No, I don't think so. Most games where you put, like, especially worker placement, right? It was put a worker down, put another worker down, put another worker down, collect them all, do it again.
0: Yeah, and Shem has done a good job with his worker placement pushing the envelope where rounds don't exist.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I like about North Sea as well. Like, yeah, I know like, we're talking about architects and stuff, but North Sea is good where it's put one down, pick one up, right? Like, it's it's a very different way of yeah, playing. Yeah, the
0: timing mechanic in that one is very unique. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, architects is, as we said, put one down, get more stuff, or more people down. But the way to mitigate that is your other people can arrest your workers. Yes. Uh, and they can trade them in for gold. So yep. So, it's, it's how you can do an economy. Uh, It has one expansion already. The second one, which Shay tried to allude to, uh, Age of Wonders, is on Kickstarter right now. And it may come with an expansion, a neoprene mat, and a collector's box.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: And it may already have been backed by someone on the radio show.
1: I'm not sure yet. Yep.
0: But, you know, I'm looking into it.
1: I'm sure you are. I actually was shocked that you managed to get the Kickstarter with the internet that was out at the lake.
0: Uh... I did it during the day before the internet died. Nice. Yeah. Uh, The second one is Paladins of the West Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Not quite as unique as Architects. Mm -hmm. uh, But it is a... I always say it gives me that Orleans feel. Where you're putting workers down to get stuff. Yeah. And you need to have the right workers to do those actions. Uh, But it is still a worker placement game at, at its heart. So is Orleans, but this is, it It borrows from worker placement. It borrows from Orleans, and I really like the puzzle of the game. Uh, I I don't mind that there's not much interaction, but it just works for me, and my brain can see it, and I usually do fairly well in that game. Uh, All the pieces are nice. Wooden pieces. All those games have nice pieces. Yeah. All of the art is the Miko, who, who we all
1: know is your favorite.
0: Is my favorite. I f- love his art in board games, uh, and specifically Shem Phillips' board games. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's Paladins, and the last one is Viscounts, which adds a rondelle to worker placement and movement. You and have a little
1: to, tower in the middle.
0: And a little <laughs> tower in the middle, and you, you have to have you have to move your work or your Viscount to be able to take actions on where he finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh you have some some deck building aspect to it and it's solid but I don't find it on the same level as Paladins or Architects. I'm I'm not going to sell it by any means. And It's
1: it's one of those where when we we talked about it when we first played yeah. it, right? It is not our favorite of the three, but it's still a good game. Yes. Also, we did play with the little tiles the wrong way up. Remember the circle that was around? They had different levels for three and four players. Oh, right. We yeah, had we some of them the up. wrong way. Yeah. So I don't know whether it would make a huge difference. I think we decided at the time, it, it probably because like, we noticed it after the fact, yeah. it probably wouldn't have. It, it
0: would give us a couple more actions. Yeah. yeah. So we,
1: we did, full disclosure, we did play it slightly wrong. Like that was your fault. Games. That was your fault. You set it up wrong. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's still a solid game.
0: Yes, uh, and all three are solid games. You know, personally, I I rank them paladins, architects, then viscounts. Uh, I think you do the opposite. You do architects, paladins, then viscounts.
1: I would. Yeah, I like architects better.
0: But you also enjoyed viscounts too. I did. Did you enjoy it more than paladins?
1: You know, paladins is always one that, like most games, I just kind of forget what it is until I play it. Okay. So like the gameplay doesn't necessarily stand out to me in my okay. brain. Whereas Architects, I I sometimes get Architects and Paladins mixed up on which one you put the people in jail is. But Architects stands out because it's pretty unique. Viscount stands out because of the thing in the middle so I do remember it. Yep. Paladins feels a little bit more maybe standard worker placement but I know it's a good game. Yeah. I think I probably would rate them Architects, Paladins, Viscounts. Okay, but, but they're close. They're close. Viscounts and Paladins is close just because viscount seems a little more unique to me.
0: For sure. Uh, so for unique mechanic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think we both agree the whole work replacement of Architects It is the most unique of the three.
1: I love that game. Like, I think it was the first of his games I might have played.
0: I I think you did play it before we played Raiders. Oh, absolutely.
1: Definitely. And I just remember finding, like, having your individual character had a thing to do. And, you know, trying to get certain things at a certain level so that you didn't lose points and everything like that. It was just so fun. It was so cool to do. Uh, And, like, waiting for people to put your guys in jail so you can get them back. Because it's the only way to get them back is to to get them sent to jail. Um, It's just so cool, right? Like, I just really like that game. And I liked how it's not a standard worker placement. As we know, I enjoy worker placements when they're not only worker placements. For sure. And I think that one falls into that category for me. Yeah. Viscounts I enjoyed because I thought the way it worked was just kind of different. I liked, you know, moving your guy around and taking the action and moving, you know, you, you put the characters on so that they can move up the little tower in the yeah. middle was very cool. Not as sleek or as streamlined, I think, as something like Architects. You, your
0: turns were longer. Yeah. I, I, I did think that the card play where as they're shuffling across and as they fall off, they, you know, some of them give you an you know, extra ability, some of them don't. Yeah. Uh, I thought that that aspect of it was neat. But there are about, I think, five stages to your turn. Yeah. And that can be a little bit long. I just remember us playing and three of you on your phone as I was <laughs> playing the game. You know, I just... I didn't feel that it...
1: There was too much downtime.
0: Yeah. I, I think it is a three two or three player game at best. Yeah. And, and some people love the solo player. I've only played Architect Solo and it was solid. Uh, so... That is the West Kingdom series. Uh, as we say, they are all solid, and there is something for everybody.
1: Yeah, and I think it's worth having them. Having all of them, for right? Sure. There's no major overlap between them, so I think it is worth at least buying the first two. And I do think Viscounts is still a good game, so it could be worth having all of them.
0: Sounds good. I'm David. And I'm Shay. Have a great night.
1: Talk to you next week.